Are you a girl's girl? Do you wish you had more friends that love makeup, hair care, self-care, and all things beauty? Well, welcome to Get Prettier with Emily and Rachel, where you can unlock the secrets to looking absolutely stunning. We're two experienced hairstylists who are here to share our hilarious stories and our honest opinions on everything beauty related. From the latest trends to must-have products, we've got you covered. If you're ready to level up your beauty game and join a beauty community influenced by true professionals, head over to YouTube and subscribe to our channel for the latest content. So I want to say thank you to everybody for viewing our YouTube and Apple podcast and Spotify. Collectively, we got like 2000 views. So that's like really cool. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting to get that many. Yeah. Um, I But what we really need is a thousand subscribers on YouTube. It like changes. Once you get a thousand, we're able to um, monetize our videos. So if you want to help us out, then that would be great. Yes, yes. Thank you, everyone, for watching us and supporting us. We really do appreciate it. Emily's put a lot of work into this. <laughs> so um, we really do appreciate it because it is it is a lot of work. And um, we just appreciate people being supportive of us. So, yeah. So what did people give like your feedback like did anybody tell you what their thoughts were on our last episode um yeah i mean like my clients that have listened to it really like it they're all like i didn't even know like i had a few friends like text me i didn't even know about the scrunchy thing and then like a few other things people were like i had no idea and i'm like okay so it makes me feel better like i'm helping you know like it makes you feel good like okay people are listening to it and it's like little things that i thought everyone already knew that they don't yeah so yeah. yeah, what about you? <laughs> My sister said I was being way too sassy. Okay. But the thing is, is that I'm passionate. And that's why I wanted to start a podcast because yeah. I love hair, yeah. everything about it. And I also had some clients that came in and were like, oh, I got a bonnet. And I put a YouTube video up. So if you guys want to watch how to wash your hair correctly, I did a tutorial on that. And I have had a good feedback on that as well. Did you mm-hmm. watch it? That watched the clip you showed me. <laughs> Sometimes it's the closest to you. Yeah, those are the biggest haters. Um, <laughs> but I, how could I miss the part where you're talking about the bacon grease? That was <laughs> I, my I favorite part. I didn't, I didn't. You, but you left it out? Dang, this girl loves meat. Okay, I cut out the part on the video where I was saying, so if you're by a campfire or you're cooking bacon and Rachel is pescatarian. <laughs> I'm pescatarian and this girl, every time I'm with her, she's like cutting up a big chicken or eating a piece of steak. I'm like, who eats like this? She gets all her protein in. That's why she's losing weight. Yeah. She looks good. You eat enough protein. Yeah, because it tastes good. <laughs> well, I don't eat meat, so. Why don't you eat meat? Like what got you into not eating meat? Um, I just made me feel horrible. Like mm. I was always tired. I didn't feel good. Actually, um, like I didn't, I lost a lot of weight because I was working out, but also because I stopped eating meat and started like making better choices. But now I feel like with, I, I definitely, I'm considering eating it again. Mm. It's nothing against like animals or nothing like for animals. Obviously I love them, but. Yeah, I love animals too, but I still eat meat because of the flavor and the protein. You love them, but you eat them? Yeah. It's kind of messed up. Yeah. Just kidding. So I was going to, for our Easter photo shoot, mm-hmm. I really want to get baby chicks. Oh, and then eat them. <laughs> no, <laughs> but what am I going to do with the baby chicks after? I don't know. I don't want them. Cook them. Okay, (laughs) moving on. So with your beauty routine, do you do your makeup the same exact way, like every single time? 
like the same steps? Mm-hmm. Do you wash your hair, condition it the same products? Mm-hmm. Do you put the same perfume on, the same lotion? Mm-hmm. Like what's your routine? Yeah. So my routine like every day is different because it's so, I feel like it's simplified because I get my lashes done and then I have my eyebrows microbladed. So those are like the biggest things for me. So my everyday routine is not hard. Like you've seen me at work. Like I literally just put some concealer on and then my eyebrows, like I'll like fill them in a little bit. Um, and then maybe some like blush or bronzer. But like when I'm doing my makeup makeup, is that what you're asking? No, I, yeah, what you're saying is what I'm or asking. Or like my everyday routine. Yeah, just in general. Like, <clears throat> so what do you do differently if it's like makeup makeup compared oh, to your everyday routine? Oh, it's way different. Yeah. So my makeup makeup, like obviously I'm going to prep my skin. So I'm going to make sure like it's moisturized. I do all my, you know, stuff. And um, then I'm going to like my foundation. I do everything. Like I put like a lot. If I'm really trying, I'll put a lot of makeup on. Do you use the same foundation? Yeah, I make use the makeup by Mario. Period. Um, yeah, because I my face is sensitive. It's the one it doesn't break me out. I try to use all my foundation because if they go bad, that's another thing we need to talk about eventually. If they go bad, um, and you're using old foundation, it'll give you acne yeah. pimples. You know, I had really bad acne, and I went through some. Well, I do have acne also still now, but when I first started getting acne last mm-hmm. summer, I went through my products and. Mm-hmm. A lot of them I had for like two or three years and it had like a bunch of poor clogging ingredients and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, I might just be having like an allergic reaction to this. Stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Because a makeup will clog your pores. That's why I don't wear it every day. I definitely don't wear foundation every day because it clogs your pores. Um, and I throw my makeup off. It, most of them has a tw- have a 12 month. Any makeup after 12 months, you need to throw it away. Yeah, because on the back of your makeup container, it'll have a little number right. inside of like a thing that looks like a tuna fish can <laughs> with the lid popped. It's like a... Is it? Oh, that's yeah. kind of what it looks like. Why would you? Oh, that's so funny. I never thought about it. Yeah, yeah that tells you how long it lasts. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I use the same exact one. It's Anastasia Beverly Hills. No. Oh, I never use that. No, no, no. It's Estee Lauder. Estee Lauder oh, double yeah. wear extra full coverage. Mm-hmm. Like, there's another tube that's not the glass jar. It's like in a blue and gold squeezy tube, and yeah. that literally covers my acne. Mm-hmm. You can't even see that I have it besides the texture. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, my that's holy grail. Good. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but I don't like to waste. So, like, the reason I was asking about what your beauty routine is is like, mm-hmm. I will, if I'm gonna go to the beauty supply store and want to try out a new conditioner mm-hmm. or something like that, I will use all of the products I have like in rotation. Right. But that's what I wanted to talk about is if you come into the salon and you have dry hair, and then I ask, oh, so do you have any deep conditioners or oils? And you're like, oh yeah, I think I have a couple under the sink. Why aren't you using those? Mm-hmm. So. Any oil or any conditioner is good. You should just use it until it's empty. If Unless you have negative side effects to it, like if you had a reaction to it or something like that, or it's weighing down your hair, then don't use it. But if you're like, say you're not seeing a difference in your hair, mm-hmm. you should use that until it's gone. Mm-hmm. Because we can still see a difference at the salon. Like maybe your hair is less frizzy or it's more shiny or mm-hmm. your color is lasting longer or your hair is not breaking off in foil. Mm-hmm. We notice those things that you might not notice day to day. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, though, isn't it better for them to like when like you're saying like because obviously when you buy drugstore shampoo conditioners, all that stuff, they're like, oh, I bought this. It's so good. My hair feels so good, but it's coating the hair instead of, you know, a product that is probably good and doing long term better for the hair. Yeah. Drugstore products. I'm not very educated in. But I think a lot of them just coat the hair. That's why the people buy them. So like my hair feels so good. And I'm like, well, it's not actually doing anything for your hair. So, you know, you might put this like nicer product on and think, oh, it didn't do anything. But in the long run, it does because it actually works. Like it's actually helping your hair. Yeah. So I don't know. So, yeah, mainly if you have things sitting under your sink and obviously if they've been there for like three years, then it's like Mm -hmm. we just talked about, they're probably expired. Yeah. But if you have stuff that you just 
aren't using because like you're maybe too lazy or you forgot about it, go under there or in your drawer or on your shelf and start using those products to completion because one or two times of using a product may not be as much benefits as you would get after your 30th or 40th time using that product. Like mm-hmm. the results can build up and build up and build up. Yeah. So did you see that Dyson came out with a new professional hair dryer? No, I didn't. I didn't know that. Oh my God. Tell me what you think it looks I like. I thought you were about to pull it up like on the side of you. I was like, dang, bitch. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, I bought it. No, on my Uber though, I put my name on the wait list. So you did. How yeah. much is it? Does it say? No, but guess it's probably like five, six hundred dollars. Yeah, but it's only for professionals, and we do get a discount. Okay. All from Dyson, but okay, it looks literally like a piece of plumbing equipment. What do you think that looks <gasps> like to you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it looks like the sink, your sink. Yeah, that's. I, I don't think that's cute. That's so the color okay. too. Yeah. I don't know. I think but, if it was like black or something or white, I don't like how they do their blue. What's the point of the blue? on there well i think that's dyson's brand color oh, okay they're probably saying what's the point with the hot pink <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> the thing about that is it's smaller it's lighter and it's supposed to be faster drying it's exclusively sold to professionals i don't know if that's going to be the new pro dryer but one thing that people might not know is that the dyson pro is actually different than the dyson consumer mm-hmm. did you know that yeah i knew that yeah so the differences are that the dyson pro has an 11 foot cord where the consumer version is a shorter cord because for us, we need to be able to walk around the chair Mm -hmm. and get um, just a longer cord. It's easier for us. Whereas at home, you might want a shorter cord for easier cable management. The professional Dyson also has um, a more narrow concentrator. So we're able to get on the hair, Mm -hmm. deeper on the scalp, closer to the hairline Mm -hmm. and smooth those hairs down that the consumer version has more of a wide concentrator. So it doesn't have as precise um, airflow. We get two of those filters. So this is important. If you have a Dyson Airwrap at home, you should be cleaning your filters. Otherwise, if you're ever feeling like your Dyson just cuts off, it's because you might have a clog in the filter. Have you had that? What, yeah. What's your experience with Dyson? Yeah. So I had like two or three Dysons, which I didn't know that until you said that, that because um, I was doing them every time full high heat high power wasn't paying anything any attention i was cleaning it but probably not like i should have been so luckily like my first two i think i was still in warranty but the third one they were like no i've off yeah we're not giving you another one so yeah that was my fault i had no idea that you were supposed to do right medium heat medium power for them yeah i think you can do like high airflow if that's what you want but you're supposed to use the second, so it's like three red buttons or three red lights. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to do the second red light, not the third, so that the third is like if you're trying to do like a finishing, it'll like you'll heat it up super hot and then you'll hit the cool shot and mm-hmm. it'll like set the curl better or whatever the blowout. Oh, okay. Um, but sometimes the Dyson can overheat, so there's Dyson technology that once the sensor senses that it's too hot, it cuts off. Yeah. So sometimes it might be cutting off because it's overheating because the filter's not clean. So it's all like a trickle down effect. So cleaning the filter pretty much on any blow dryer is really important, but especially Mm -hmm. on Dyson. If your Dyson is always cutting off, you need to clean the filter and it might fix the problem. So this leads us into today's topic, which is Dyson Airwrap. So raise your hand if you have a Dyson Airwrap under your sink or on your vanity that you got a year ago for Christmas last year or four years ago, and you've never even opened the box, we need to fix that. Dyson Airwrap is an amazing tool. So the thing that I see most of my clients have an issue of is either they don't know how to use the attachments mm-hmm. or they are using the attachments and they're having way too high of expectations on the tool. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, the tool is a blow dryer. It's not a curling iron. 
if you're coming in and feeling like your hair is falling flat, your curls aren't staying, it's just not made to be a hair curling iron. It's made for a blow dryer. And I think at what it's made for, it's amazing at. So I did just make a YouTube video. Rachel and I are going to post that. And it's just showing about what the different attachments do and how to use them correctly. So you should definitely check that out and subscribe. Mm -hmm. When we're behind the chair and we're round brushing your hair, we're putting all this work in. We're moving our arms a lot. We're having this tool and that tool and moving and spinning. And it's clearly a lot of work. And you know what happens after we do all that? Usually it's straight, smooth, and curled in at the bottom. And it's like we did all that round brushing just for it to be smooth. That is what the little Koanda effect is happening when you stick the rod and it sucks your hair around the edge of the thing and it curls it and then you brush it and it's like flat again that's mimicking the same effect that we're getting from round brushing so that's actually amazing because you guys are getting that salon blowout effect at home with just having to put the tool to the side of your head and letting it suck itself up so if you're wanting true curls from that then it's an unrealistic expectation also mm -hmm. the dyson air wrap technology it only gets to like 302 degrees fahrenheit whereas when you're curling your hair you might be using like 325 350 375 and clearly that's way hotter. So it's gonna recreate those bonds in your hair and make them stay. Whereas 302 degrees is not enough heat. The Dyson doesn't let the temperature get over 302. So no one should really be, um, I would tell people, I know everyone's different, but over 400, even if you have, I mean, I have pretty coarse uh, curly hair. So I don't go over 400 with my hair most of the time. I try not to at least. So um, yeah, if you're, if you're smelling, like it's burning if you're smelling, you turn it down you don't need your straightener to be that high especially if you don't have coarse or curly hair i know a lot of my clients will have it up super high for really no reason at all you can get the same effect turn it down yeah so the dyson it measures the temperature 40 times per second so mm -hmm. if your dyson ever shuts off randomly and you're like what what did that happen for it's probably because it sensed that it was going over 302 and it just shuts it off waits for it to cool down and then you start it up again hair melts at 428 so when you have a straightener or a curling iron that's going up to 450 there's literally no reason that you should be having it that hot like maybe there might be a couple people's hair types that might need it hotter than that because mm -hmm. it might be like really coarse or whatnot <clears throat> but 428 is like melting point for hair so really if you're smelling like she said a burning smell or anything like that then you shouldn't be doing that you need to turn it down like for my hair type i could probably curl my hair at 320 and it will stay. I think that's what I use for my curls today. And I don't have a problem getting my curls to stay for like four days. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think that it's not too hot. And like mm -hmm. the Conair's like more simple technology, like I'm sure a lot of the population just has like Conair or cheapy blow dryers and they don't have that technology. And I've had clients come in and be like, oh my God, like my hair broke off and it like, you know, the round brush was attached, like my hair was attached to the round oh brush. Have you ever had someone say that No, before? I haven't. I've just seen videos of people doing that. Yeah, that's because the hair melted. Yeah. So like they're holding the con air up to it or, mm -hmm. oh my God, the Revlon things, like, you know, oh, Revlon those brown brushes. brushes. Yeah. Back mm -hmm. in the day, I think like there's new technology on those mm -hmm. nowadays, but back in the day, like people's hair, it would literally be spinning it, melting it off. Like it would probably get up to like 500 degrees. Yeah, that's why. Because there's just no technology. So if you're wondering if you should invest in the Dyson, I think it's an amazing tool. Watch our YouTube video. Mm -hmm. um, if you have the Dyson, literally like DM me. I will send you a custom tutorial on how to use it because I really love the product. I thought you were going to say you are going to send them a Dyson. If they DM you, well, I'm going to DM you then. Should that be our first giveaway? I feel like... Okay. <laughs> the last time... No, the last time I did a Dyson giveaway, uh -huh. this girl won it um, from Haven Hair Company. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Wait, you did the Dyson giveaway? Yeah. 
So shout out to her. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks for winning my giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm going to enter. I want to. Yeah. We have a really juicy closing topic today, which I'm sure Rachel has a lot of knowledge about and wants to talk about. So cultural appropriation, braids, like people wearing wigs. Is that not cultural well, tell appropriation? Tell me why you're asking me this question, because somebody, somebody asked you that. Somebody did make a comment to me that mm-hmm. said, how come... If they are wearing long wigs, that's not cultural appropriation towards white. And I said, Rachel, how come that's not cultural appropriation towards <laughs> Which white? Which Emily should know. Which so I actually doesn't. didn't know. I was actually wondering. Mm-hmm. I did wonder, okay, if it's cultural appropriation <clears throat> for um, braids, why wouldn't it be cultural appropriation for like Remy hair wigs? It goes mm-hmm. both ways. So Rachel delighted Please elaborate me. in honor of Black History Month. Yes. Yeah, no, I that question only bothers me when it's asked like how you're just asking like I want to know is like sweet and nice and I like that. I don't like when it's asked like a person is trying to prove a point like how come we can do this and they can't do that, you know, cuz then I then it that's why yesterday I was getting like what the heck, you know. But anyways, so and I've had clients ask me this too I've had them say ask me anything about hair and I do know a lot obviously being black about black hair which I don't mind answering them but um so when your client asks you or if anybody's wondering why you as a non-person of color can't you ask me about the straightening like why they can't straighten their hair like or why black women straighten their hair why that started was a long time ago obviously slavery and um black women started straightening their hair uh, and to this day, I think a lot of people do that. I found myself doing that to fit into society. This is a white European society. So black women, obviously, to get jobs after slavery, they had, you know, they had no way to do that. So they had to fit in. So it goes in with a lot of things like even colorism, like, you know, a lot of black women who were lighter skin were seen as more beautiful. They had lighter skin and they had softer, straighter hair. So it's just the sad, sad world that we live in. So that's why that question like makes me mad because I'm like, how do you not know, you know, that that's seen as prettier, which is so messed up, you know, and like, do you think that a black woman wanted to go in and they were using uh, like grease and like random like things, anything they could find to try to straighten their hair like back in the day just to fit into uh, society yeah, and to to be seen as a certain class like it just was it's awful yeah so i think that question just makes me mad but um it's okay because black women now are reclaiming that i think at least they're trying to but yeah anything with hair always i understand what you're saying because i do notice when it's like black women are meant to look professional and professional to a black woman's appearance means smooth hair to yeah and this unfortunately in the society Yeah. yeah smooth white looking more white yeah Yeah. so then you were saying something interesting about why like women wearing braids is cultural appropriation Mm -hmm. and then yeah because i do have a lot of non non non-women of color asking me about why can't they have their hair braided i think personally i think everyone has a different view on this i would say if you really must braid your hair like if you really want to know why you're braiding it know why that started you know know the history so why behind did it, it start what is the history yeah so if i saw someone with braids and they asked me that i would ask them why so a lot of times obviously african people braided their hair so a lot of times with braids they would use that as a roadmap um with slavery like how to i guess they i might be butchering this but like how to kind of find your way like to freedom like they would so do like a roadmap like the, with their braids the cornrows cornrows i think they're all different but they that's like one reason so they would do that or different tribes you know they had their certain styles of braids that like they would wear in their hair so that all started because that was like something 
I just think when it comes to hair, especially black hair, that's something like really sacred where it's like, if you're going to do something that came from black history, you better know why you are doing that. You know, yeah. like why you have your hair like that. So I'm okay with non-women of color doing braids in their hair if they know the history behind it. But if yeah. you are just doing it for fun because you think you went to Bahamas and you think it looks cute, no. Yeah, but then some people would say that like when you ask, you know, the braider, that's getting that money from the tourists in the Bahamas and they're, so oh, then yeah, they're yeah. thinking we need the support. So mm -hmm. it's so polarized. Like putting like, it back into the... Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like everybody has a different opinion for <clears> sure. <throat> so that's why I wanted to see what your opinion was. Mm -hmm. So like what I'm gathering is pretty much you saying that the braids are okay as long as you can educate yourself mm -hmm. on the the reason behind braids and also it's not cultural appropriation for a person of color to be smoothing out their hair or wearing a wig of right of, at all like my hair type yeah because they're expected within society mm -hmm. to do that look in order to look professional and more mm -hmm. presentable and be deemed as beautiful mm -hmm. whereas us wearing braids doesn't benefit us in any way to, we're not supposed right. to just be wearing like braids for you whereas you are supposed to be having smooth hair according mm -hmm. to american culture which leads you into privilege why you would be more privileged like it's a fun braid thing for you and then people of color are doing that to fit into society yeah which yeah that's very sad. insightful because it mm -hmm. is true i do definitely see what you're saying mm-hmm yeah yeah so so that is going to close out today i just want to remind everybody to please subscribe to our youtube channel <laughs> on that note <laughs> rachel oh i'm closing it now i uh, know i want to tell you something <laughs> don't happy black history month <laughs> honestly thank you you know i expect all my clients when they come in to tell me that okay yeah and be extra nice she had a candle on her station who was it of james baldwin james baldwin was an influential she doesn't know who that actually, is actually you know I know now? who James Baldwin is. He was an influential civil rights movement person. Okay. What else? That's, he was a poet. That's all I knew. He was a black poet. He was also gay. Very interesting. Yeah, so yeah he, back in that time. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. But yeah, he's iconic. So she loves James Baldwin. I have a, a tattoo. The fire next time. Really? Literally? Yeah. That's one of his books. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's cool. I got lucky. I'm biracial and I grew up around a lot of different, not even black and white. I grew up around a lot of different cultures. Like everybody and i have everyone in my family we got mexican asian black white everybody yeah. so i was co completely different yeah but that's fine you can only um do better as you get older and well, try to learn i think you're better. doing good what you're doing now you're and i'm not saying this my clients do not come in and start asking me questions because that's what the internet is for but you know you're asking me questions in a polite way like you're not being like well why can't i do this you know i think asking me questions and trying to learn and i can tell you're actually interested in learning yeah. So that's why I'm more I'm more likely to help you because I feel like you're actually interested in learning and you're not just going to dig because it gets tiring sometimes when people are just asking you, expecting me to educate them. Well, because like at the end of the day, <clears throat> whether I grew up around people of color or not, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that I saw them any differently. When I moved to the city and I was around them, I mm -hmm. appreciate you. But right. I think for you, it make, me making an effort to talk to you about it mm -hmm. makes you feel seen and loved. Right. Yeah. So to me, it's like important but it's not it's only important to me because it makes you feel good yeah for me it doesn't change whether i'm educated on black history month right you know cultural appropriation mm -hmm. it doesn't change the way that i see yeah um you yeah or anybody else yeah whether i'm educated or not educated i've always just seen you as a human the same person it yeah. doesn't matter to yeah. me but it matters to me making you feel good mm -hmm. and seen and loved and i think yeah. that that's all you can do is yeah. just be a good human right so since you love me can i have your g-wagon <laughs> um that's my gift remember when i took that car that picture of our cars together yeah
So your G-Wagon and my G-Wagon will be the before and after in like six months. <laughs> Mark okay, my words. I receive that. Please, God. Please. Please. G-Wagon Please. for Rachel. In black, all black. Really? Okay. Matte black? Yeah, I love all black. Oh my God, like a little his and hers moment. Yeah, like I know. Hers and hers. And yours is white and mine is black. Oh my God. <laughs> 